0: On today's episode of Senior Quotes, we invite guest Pat Light on. He had a 20-0 record at CBA, the best season pitching record in Shore Conference history, and he was drafted 37th overall by the Red Sox in 2012. We'll be talking some baseball and some basketball. Let's get into it.
1: I really do. I really got it. Ain't no sinker
2: to it. If I did it, then I had to do it. Really What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Senior Quotes Podcast. I'm Aiden Broderick. I'm joined by Jack Coleman, and our guest of the day is none other than Pat Light, a CBA alumni, pitching now, I believe, in the Seattle Mariners organization. We can fact-check in a second, but Pat, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. I will fact-check for you. I am in the Seattle Mariners organization, and uh, I'm happy to be here. Awesome, That's awesome. And great. we're happy to have you here yeah, exactly. with us today.
0: Um, so, real quick, guys, just gonna run through the show. Uh, if you're a first time listener, this is Senior Quotes. Basically, Aiden and I bring three uh, sports quotes to every episode. The other person has to guess who said it, what's it, what it's about. For each right answer, they get a .5 added to their overall. Uh, scoring for the yeah. day, and whoever has the highest score at the end of the episode wins that episode. What What's the record right now? I believe. I, I, I know I'm winning. Yeah, I, I believe it's
2: four to three. After the up. perfect game, right? the we, perfect uh, podcast last episode. Yeah, last we, episode, we got every single answer correct, so it was, it was good a tie game. Never had that happen before. Uh, heading into episode nine, and um, it looks like it's gonna be a good one. We're I'm just super excited. Let me get this off my chest. It's spring training. Definitely. <laughs> you know, I got my Yankees are playing the Tigers today. Uh, wish I could catch it. It's at one o'clock. Maybe get home to see the end of it. But I'm super excited. I'm sure Pat's super excited that baseball's back, right? Of course,
1: of yeah. course. He's so excited that baseball's back. But I am. Did I hear that Jay Cole is winning the all-time uh, list? Is that what I just overheard? That is what you heard. he's oh, Four true. to three. Yeah. I'm not surprised at all with that Twitter handle so. <laughs> you know I got you Pat. That's right, yeah. It is
0: it, it is also cupping season, am I right? <laughs> it is. It is major cupping season, major cupping I season, have, excuse me.
1: Yes, I haven't done that since now, but I it <laughs> awesome. All right, with that, let's get
2: right into it. Um, I forget who led off last time, but I'll just read my first yeah. if you want. Yeah, sure um, thing. All right, we'll get right into the MLB quotes. Uh, pretty short one right here. I told him he will love the guys here in this clubhouse, but I also told him he'll get booed. Ooh! So that's all, that's all that one is. Tell me who said it and who it's about.
0: Um, I think I have a feeling that you were going to just go with a Yankees quote sometime today. So mm. I'm just going to say Brandon Drury just, just to kick it off. And then who said it? Uh, let's just go like Cashman.
2: Okay, so this is actually about the Yankees' rivals, the Boston Red Sox. Oh, so okay. this is David Price talking about J.D. Martinez. And Gosh. the reason—this was a tough one. This was a tough one to start yeah. off with. J.D. Martinez, big signing, um, probably the biggest one since you Darvish signed a few weeks ago with the Cubs. And, I mean, this is who the Red Sox have been pursuing for the entire offseason, it seems like. But there were just disagreements between him and the front office. And the reason that this is so controversial is David Price has had issues with the Red Sox ever since he joined and especially the fans as well. So I don't know if the relationship there is almost a little toxic between David and the Red Sox or and Boston, but he's still there and he said he did his part recruiting J.D., who we'll talk about in a sec his impact he'll make with the Red Sox. But I thought this was pretty interesting what he said in public about his recruitment for J.D. It wasn't all positive stuff, so... I thought that was pretty interesting, um, Pat. You were drafted by the Red Sox. I want to hear maybe what you think about this uh, this comment from David Price. Well, I can tell you, I played with David, so I my first year in the big leagues, 2016,
1: I made it with with Boston, and I actually debuted against the Atlanta Braves. Um, that game, uh, I came in after David pitched eight innings against the Braves. Um, and I pitched the ninth, um, and he was by far one of my favorite teammates I've ever played with. Um, but one thing about him is that he is, is you know, extremely honest hmm. when it comes to front office and uh, coaching staff or whatever the case may be. And he's done that right with, with the career he's had and obviously the contract that he has over there. Definitely. Um, and then when, when you said that, uh, the quote, I actually was going to say, I think it's going to be something about J.D. Martinez. Um, and I didn't know it'd be David that said it, but I, I'm not, yeah I'm not surprised to hear David say these things. He, he's he's had his issues with with Boston, clearly, especially last year uh, in the media. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he, he's an honest guy. He's, he's gonna shoot you straight, so I'm not surprised to hear this.
2: Yeah, it was definitely you know really something you don't see a lot. Like you're right that he is definitely very honest with the media, but. Even so, when when there's such a big signing like J.D. Martinez here, who I think he only played half the season for the Dimebacks last year, he tore it up. He was on fire for those 80 games he played in. But it's just crazy to hear you know, that Price was not talking all positive stuff about the Red Sox, even after they were able to sign Martinez. Yeah. So, Jack, what do you think here? Well,
0: I'm just thinking big picture. I think it's a huge pickup for the Red Sox, especially with the stacked lineup of the Yankees. Uh, anything I Anytime I heard about... Martinez in the past couple weeks it had just been there'd always been a little snippet of talking about like this is a big blockbuster move to combat the New York yeah. Yankees lineups and Stanton trade. so I don't know I think it's a pretty cool addition um and we're just gonna have to see how it plays out for them
2: I, I mean think. the Red Sox were the one void I'd say in their lineup in their team was like a power bat that teams were afraid of after David mm. Ortiz retired I feel like that was what they were missing they have two awesome young outfielders or three even in Jackie Bradley Jr. Uh, Mookie Betts, and of course Andrew Benatendi, so that's like that trio right there, but you're not afraid of them because they're not, they might hit 20, 30 homers a season, I think Betts had a good year last year power-wise, but other than that, you know, the Yankees are all power, and when you play in, say, Yankee Stadium, there's going to be a ton of homers, Um, this is a pickup that I think was huge for the future of the Red Sox, and like you said, to not mirror, but to um, almost counter what the Yankees have done, so um, we probably will get into Yankee talk soon, but Pat, uh, we, we've seen some projected lineups now with these moves. What, what team would you be more afraid of almost to pitch against between the Red Sox and Yankees? Oh, I mean,
1: well, it's tough for me to be non-biased in this. Um, right. I, I, you know, I played with Mookie coming all the way up. I played with Jackie Bradley a lot. I never got to play with Benintendi, Um, but you know, I pitched against those guys so much. So for me. Uh, it, it's much easier for me to go up against the Red Sox because I just know those guys so much better. Sure. Um, but I mean, even just from a purely baseball fan standpoint, the Yankees lineup is, is ridiculous, and it is. And I think even with the signing of JD Martinez, and I pitched against JD when he was with Detroit, um, and he was a good hitter, um, and he had an unbelievable season last year. But I don't think I don't think it's nearly enough to. Um, Combat the Yankee lineup. The only thing that the Red Sox I think have over the Yankees the Yankees is their pitching. I think their starting pitching yeah. is better, especially if David Price plays, uh, pitches well. Um, so if, if that stays the case, and, and Yankees really didn't make pitching starting pitching a priority this offseason, clearly, right. um, if that stays the case, I think uh, it,
2: it could be it, it could be a, a more even matchup than in my opinion those lineups show. That, i That's a really good point, because um, I forget where I saw it, but the over-unders for the 2018 season came out with record-wise, and um, I think the Red Sox were still projected, or at least um, for these bets, to win two or three more games, and I think that is what it comes down to. Because when you have David Price, um, and of course uh, Chris Sale in that starting rotation, compared to the Yankees, who have Tanaka, if he, you know, he had a bounce-back season last year. Severino looks like a good young ace, hopefully. But I, if I had to choose one of those two rotations, I definitely would go with the Red Sox. So, um, And I'd say pitching, you know, is... Well, it's hard to say, but pitching is pretty damn important when it comes down to winning ballgames. So, uh, that's a very good point. It's going to be really exciting to watch as um, the season unfolds in the AL East. Uh because yeah. now you have you know the Blue Jays who I'm not sure what to expect from them I feel like they want to bounce back from kind of a disappointment last year but they don't have the roster to com- uh, compete with these other two Giants and then you have the Orioles and Rays who all of a sudden decide to blow it up uh just these past few weeks so just looking at the AL East by itself it's going to be super exciting let alone the entire MLB um any, any, Anyone else want to add before we move on? Yeah. I mean, I got another
0: baseball quote, so we'll keep
2: this going. Yeah, how about that? Yeah.
0: All right. Um, so, I mean, you should probably get this. but All right. <laughs> Somebody asked me whether I think he'll be a major league player at some point. I think he will play in the major leagues. That's my guess. That's my hope. And to some extent now, after a year and a half, a modest expectation. I mean, I even, I even know this one. <laughs> Aiden, any <laughs> thoughts?
2: I think I have an idea, but... Just read that one one more time.
0: All right, it's a long one. So yeah. Thanks yeah, a lot yeah. for that. But <laughs> somebody asked me whether I think he'll be a major league player at some point. I think he will play in the major leagues. That's my guess. That's my hope. And to some extent, now after a year and a half, uh-huh. a modest expectation.
2: All right, I'm gonna say it's Cashman about Gleyber Torres.
0: No, you're wrong. I'll totally I be wrong. I be dating on a baseball question. Totally this is wrong. big. Once. No, it's Mets GM Sandy oh, Alderson no. about Tim Tebow. Oh jeez, dude. The man, the myth, the legend. The quarterback, gotcha. the now <laughs> minor league baseball player. Um, oh, let's, so let's talk about this. this straight, yeah, so straight idea. up, Pat, um, are you better than Tim Tebow, just all around, at <laughs> <as a> base- least? <laughs>
2: uh, I believe so. Yes, I believe that. Not, I think he actually I might be
1: better than the quarterback too. You never know. Uh, but <laughs> No, but I am I think I'm on a better baseball player than T I hope I am at least. Wow. I, I would are, are hey, wait, now here's, I would
2: undoubtedly agree with.
1: that. Here's but. the bigger question.
0: <laughs> are are you the better Catholic? <laughs> oh. Oh.
1: Wow. I've never been a captain besides a CBA uh, club, So, uh, <laughs> but I, I mean, I was one. of was one? We won our first championship, 30 championships 30 there. So, uh, I mean, my record just shows shows for itself there. But I mean, kids, I just don't. I don't know. I, I mean, I've seen him hit once on, on video. I haven't seen him actually play. Uh-huh. Uh, but I just, I just, it's hard for me to believe right now that that guy's even consideration. For um, for being in the big leagues, I, I'm shocked that he's. Been, I'm not not shocked he's in the big league camp because it's a it's, a, it's a super business setting to yeah. be have him in big, in big league camp. Um, but it, I just there's no way that guy after what he's, he's played for a year or two now. I'm um, not even sure. How? I think this is his second year. I think this is
2: his second year. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, there's no way that that guy is, is even remotely near playing. Yeah. Uh, in the big leagues, I
0: just don't see it. So, um, real quick. I just think that this is absolutely a stunt to bring in money. Yeah. It's not like the Mets are really gonna be any good this year. Whoa. I, I, I really I, I don't really don't that. think they're gonna be okay. anything major. I keep mean, going. Yeah, yeah. Um so it'll bring fans out to spring training to get to see Tebow. I think that's a major money grab. Um maybe if they do take him on in September, maybe he'll well, yeah. he'll pinch hit in blowouts, <laughs> but I really can't see it. Um also he's taking the spot of a younger guy and yeah. I don't know if you would get annoyed. At, I, you probably would get annoyed at something like this, where just because of a name uh, or a celebrity, he gets to be out there. Um, and also, I want to note that Tebow is like 30 now.
2: Yeah. So or, I don't know yeah.
0: how much time he really wants to oh. put into playing in yeah. the minor leagues when his career is basically over.
2: I thought it was crazy that Sandy Alderson said that. Yeah. I, um, I think Tim played, well, definitely in high school. I think he played in college. I'm not totally sure, but I think it's, yeah, he did. Okay. Which is pretty big considering Florida's still a great school for baseball as well. But it's still insane to think that this guy comes out of, you know, the NFL, maybe he's 28 at the time and decides, you know, I'm going to try to play baseball. I remember when the Mets signed him and that's what I was thinking as well. This is a publicity stunt, nothing more. But, you know, a year or two later, uh, Sandy Alderson, the GM, you know, it's not some scout or some coach uh, joking around saying, oh, maybe he will. No, it's the GM saying, I could see this happening, which I thought was absurd. Um, And it immediately, you know, kind of draws comparisons to what I think is going on with Russell Wilson, who has no intention of playing in the MLB. You know, he's set with the Seahawks, obviously a better quarterback than Tebow, but you know his rights are traded to the Yankees for nothing more than publicity you know he'll show up to the camp and have fun with it for a day but Tebow's actually taking the spot of a guy who could come up for the Mets you know Wilson has no intention of that so I think that's an interesting uh, contrast there I mean also
1: by the way just to clarify um I don't I, I, I said he didn't I don't think he did play it at uh oh no, I'm pretty sure he did at least oh okay uh, did not yeah huh. uh, hmm. but I mean I can speak to a little bit I remember when I was in 2015 um I remember I got passed up I thought I was going to get called a September for my first time ever mm-hmm. and uh by the Red Sox and I got passed up by this who I perceived as this old timer you know washed up guy mm-hmm. that should not have been getting the job over the 24 year old kid that it was you know, supposedly promising, and uh, I'm sure you guys know this washed-up person that was like an idiot now because mm-hmm. that guy happened to be Rich Hill. Oh wow! Um, he yeah, was, yeah, he was he was making it on his way back to his comeback, and he was off dude. One of my favorite guys I've played with, um, and he gets passed up. But at the same time, Rich Hill had already played in the big leagues. Right, um, the guy that was a, was a proven left-handed pitcher who was just coming back with some injuries and some fallouts. Um, I think, I think, and that's, and when I, when, when Kings started playing, that was the biggest thing in baseball, where these guys were like, you know, you're taking jobs away from, or in this case, you're taking possible call-ups from guys um, that might, uh, would want it just for a, a business move, which is more than likely, but I don't want to say anything, I respect the hell out of a guy for going after yeah. this second dream, I guess, or whatever the case may be. Um, I have no problem with him trying, uh, but... It does seem a bit aggressive to be calling up into the big leagues, possibly one year into his year. I think Bryce Harper did that. And, yeah. and, and yeah. Mike Trout spent two years in the minor leagues, three years, maybe two and a half, <laughs> three years in the minor leagues. So you're talking about some of the best players of all
2: time to be called up this, this quickly into their minor league career. Tim Tebow's not on that level. Yeah, I mean, totally agree with that. I did just see that Tebow is a non-roster invite to spring training as opposed to being on the 40 man, okay. which is better because that means he's not yet taking an official spot from yeah. anybody. But if Sandy yeah. Alderson is talking about calling him up to the MLB, that doesn't just mean the 40 man, that means the 25 man MLB roster. That's pretty insane. I think, yeah. I, I agree with what you guys were saying. If if he does get called up, it would be in September. It would be you know when the rosters are expanded to 40 uh, players. But at the same time, even that is absurd to me as well. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm still. I'm still. I mean, I, yeah. Oh yeah, go. I, I mean, I agree, I agree. I think. I think that
1: it comes. It will come down to when it comes to September, how he's playing, mm-hmm. and then it will come down to do they have an extra roster spot? I don't believe Sandy always has been in the game for too long, uh, unless he's getting immense pressure from from the owner, which is a lot of times why these GMs are talking. Yeah. Uh, when he's getting nice question in you know, the I doubt he. I, I assume he, you know he will. If he's got, if he's got. He's flexible with his with his uh, forty games, He'll, uh, he'll uh, maybe have an extra spot for him, and, and they'll call him up in that case. But I, I just I don't see baseball people allowing uh, him to come up if he's not ready and is not deserving of it uh, just for a business move. But I've been wrong in the past.
2: Well, but it's a, it's totally true because I'm looking at his um, stats from 2017 in eight a level minor league baseball which obviously as we know is not even close to the top levels of minors and he batted uh an average of 226 over the two levels he played in which was a and a plus and on base percentage uh, right around three hundred that's that is not a major league player and that's going on in you know a lower level of minor league baseball which means nothing more than just like you're not not MLB ready, which is what we're trying to say. I think so was, yeah, yeah. better numbers than Jordan, right? Though, <laughs> I mean that's a good question. I can fact check you there, but
1: yeah, but I'm pretty sure Jordan was in Double A, didn't
2: he? I think he did. I think he played at a higher
1: level, or so... Birmingham or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Like that. Uh, But I mean, the thing is, at that, I mean, everyone, as you, as, as I'm assuming, I think Jay <laughs> <laughs> Um I'm. At the very least, the guy's not big league ready. Maybe, maybe he's a big league talent. We don't know that yet. I mean, I had a, I had like a five ERA in low A and high A True. when I was down there. So, you, you, sometimes, I mean, granted, I was, I was 22 at the time when I was down there. I wasn't 30, but yeah. he, he's, he's still learning. And if he, we have yet to see if he's a big league talent. But just to, to push him through the system, right? Like this, it, to me, at the very least, if I'm too cheaply, I'm saying, yeah, thanks for pushing through the system. You're almost doing me a disservice because I'm going to go through the big league. I'm mean, going to be completely man him. I remember talking to Rick Porcello after mm. he pitched against him um, in spring training. And he, in, in an interview, he said, uh, uh, they said, how would you attack Tim Tebow? And uh, Rick said, I attacked his weaknesses, which is big league pitching. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just like, you got, the guy's not ready. He's not there. I yeah. mean, in low A and high A, you're facing somewhere between 19 and 22-year-old kids. And you're not facing that debate. You're facing men that are um, um, and, You know, think about, think about Chris Sale Slider or Andrew Miller yeah. Slider to mm. Tim Tebow. He doesn't
2: have, does have a prayer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's a good pun right there as well. But, yeah.
0: I, I, think we just, I think we just end this discussion and say that Tim Tebow should just go to the XFL instead. <laughs> wow. Uh, that's a bit of a hot take. We like hot takes around here. Uh, uh, so that's, that's my hot take. take of the day. I think, Tim Tebow, you're better off going to the XFL. Wow.
2: Um Tearing you heard it here first. With Coach yeah, Lavar Ball. Yeah, you heard it here first from today's with, with, with Coach Lavar Ball. Well, that's, 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 that's my poll. Oh, <laughs> yeah, wow. Okay. Um, one more thing before I go into my quote. You sure. said you don't expect the Mets to compete this year, and I'm gonna say I'm no, gonna, they're, I'm they're, gonna I'm challenge that because they'll, they'll I be think good. I don't think the Mets are gonna win the NL East. Um, I think the Nationals probably will. Oh, yeah. uh, but at the same time I think the Mets if you can get a full year out of that rotation of theirs, which is pretty tough to do because we haven't seen that happen since maybe before the Matt Harvey era. But if that can happen, I'm very scared of this team for the National League. Yeah. Uh, it's tough to say, and we we're, we spent a lot of time on this quote, so I don't want to go too far into it. But when you've got DeGrom, Syndergaard, and Harvey, if he can get back to that level, and Steven Matz as well, if he's made some... Uh, strives to develop this, this offseason. I think that's a scary rotation. And I don't know, Pat, if you've seen... I, I I don't feel like you've played against the Mets or the National League at all, but I think you'd still be pretty familiar with that rotation, right? Yeah, we, i played against the Mets my, in 2016. I was with the Twins. We had an early play. Oh, and sure. I had to pitch City Field, which was really cool because, you know, I am from
1: Jersey, as you guys know. Right. Um. I would say that, I think DeGrom pitched that, that series. I don't think he Center guard, and I know he saw Cologne, um, but um, the Mets, the Mets, can, if they have those three guys going, and Matt, I played with Stephen Matz when we were uh, in high school together. Cool. Um, if, you, if you, if you, if they have those four guys going, they can compete with anyone in in the big leagues. That's just, that's just, that's just fact. Yeah. That's uh, just, we haven't seen that. So, it's going to be tough for that to happen. The problem is, there's no way they're winning the NL East against the Nationals. No, not yet, at least. The, mm-hmm. the Nationals are too good. Um, they're, and, they're, and it's going to be really tough with the NL West. You the the Diamondbacks, The Giants are making moves. The Dodgers are winning the NL West. And, you got, you got team, and even the Rockies were in contention last year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah. you, you have two good teams down there for them to realistically, I think, win a wild-card spot. But anything can happen if those guys are pitching –
2: Wait again. Just too good. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, again, we'll have to wait and see. We can do some predictions at the end of the episode. Yeah, but sure. I'm going to yeah. jump into my second MLB quote. Uh, this is a pretty, I, I thought it was a pretty funny one. Um, this is a former player from this team, and he's currently advising that team at spring training. So guess the player, guess the team. Uh, I, I'm going to try to do my best impression of him. I'm not sure it's going to go well, but uh, whoa. Bro, everybody on this team is a monster. I don't even want to walk up next to them. Woe and bro are kind of keys here. I don't you,
0: you kill me with these baseballs. <laughs>
2: um, a real personality, a real... And I mean, uh, walk up next to these big monsters on a team. Big monsters.
0: I don't know. This, this, I don't know if we're doing phone a friend. Is there phone a friend in this episode? Uh,
2: yeah, if Pat has an idea, I'll let you phone a friend.
0: <laughs> All right, Pat, You you have any idea here?
2: Everybody I mean, it's, is I, it's gotta be it's gotta
1: be a former player for the Yankees because I mean, it's yeah, I was the,
0: gonna go Yankees. Yep. It's gotta be the Yankees. I'm trying to
1: think who, uh, what former player? Which I have no clue. It's gotta be an old timer,
2: right? Like, it's not too much of an old timer. He played he he played for the Yankees this decade, I'd say. Um, this decade, okay, what, it's definitely not that big of an old timer. Yeah, he's not he, – I don't think he was a part of the World Series team. But, yes, it was. it is a Yankee. Um, uh, we don't have a shot clock on, but I'll give you, give you guys both <laughs> a few more seconds. <laughs> I'm trying to think of – so this
0: decade. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Is he a position player or a pitcher? Position player.
0: Oh, I think I got it.
2: Yeah, take a guess. Is it okay. going
0: to be the boy Nick Swisher? It's Nick oh, Swisher. Oh, big, out, wow. big, out, wow. yeah. That's big out there. That's fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. so point 0.5 on
2: that one Oh yeah I'll give you a half point right. for sure awesome. uh, That uh, I read that quote I think it was just an interview with him talking about <laughs> pretty much everything from the jury trade to just what he expected from Judge and Stanton and I just loved that the reporter or the journalist that wrote this article kept all of his like you know bro and like how he <laughs> talks in there yeah. I thought it was great um, kind of it, it brought me back to the alicious days of the Yankees but I thought it was pretty funny but to talk about that monstrous team, we kind of have a little bit, but speaking of predictions for you know, this season, the Yankees might, they could break the single season home run record. Yeah, it's, it's with, with the while. stadium they play in and with the power they have through pretty much every single position in their lineup, it's insane. I, I'm, I'm super excited as a fan. Um, I think some records are gonna be broken this year. So I wanna hear what you guys think, but I'm super excited.
0: My, my thoughts mirror yours exactly. Uh, what do they call them? Murderer's Row. Touch yeah. Murderer's Row murder whatever it is, 2.0. Yeah. It's gonna be awesome. I'm as a fan. It's it, this is fun baseball. I think. I think this is a way that younger fans are really gonna get more invested into this game when everyone's just bombing homers out of the park.
2: That's a good point, and we can get into that in a sec. But first, Pat, what do you think? We we touched on it a little bit, but um, with the addition of Stanton to this lineup, uh, what are your first impressions? Well,
1: my, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give my own hot take here, in my oh. own bold prediction. Wow. And, and a, lot, a, lot of, at least a lot of my friends and a lot of people are talking about how they judge not won't have the year he had last year. Mm-hmm. I going to go on and say, you'll have a better year. Wow. Um, as long as he sticks to his approach that he had last year where he doesn't he doesn't chase uh, basketballs inside, mm. which he can't get to. He gets land-ends. But if he sticks to that approach, I think he's going to have a better year. Because now this year he's no longer be relied upon as the only person to get runs scored in. Besides, you know maybe DD a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was the home run guy, um, and he's probably going to be batting second or second or third in that in a little area. And as a pitcher, just from a from a pure pitcher standpoint, if I'm if I'm coming in to face these clowns, <laughs> um, I got I got I got Judge, and then I got I'm going to go face DD. I'm um, going to probably stay in DD Sanchez.
2: Yeah, I...
1: out of those four guys. I don't. I, I mean, granted, I, I prefer to pitch Judge out of all four of those guys anyway. Um, but it, he's also the guy I can't afford to let him on base. If yeah. I let him on base with those three guys come up in the lineup, I mean, I'm almost guaranteed be able to be up a run or at least mm-hmm. come close. So I think Judge is going to see significantly better pitches. Um, I and mean, if he's patient, he's going to run counts into QO. Three one counts. he's going to see unbelievable pitches because no one can afford to let him on base because
0: he's got two good guys coming behind him. So I got, I him having a better year than he had last year. So as our certified uh, hot take person of this show, I'm going to oh. say that that's a warm take, maybe a room temperature take. Wow. I, I think, <laughs> I, I, th- I think it's going to, I think okay. it's true. I think Judge yeah. will have okay. a better season. I, I agree.
2: Well, let a good thing that Pat brought up was his patience. Um, because everybody, you know, all... Of, I don't want to say like Yankees haters, but the people that were going against judges, um, all the exposure he was getting nationally, uh, they would say, well, he struck out in, what, like 30 games in a row or something. It was insane. And, like, wow, so he can't be a good hitter if he's doing that. He counteracted that with a ton of walks and a lot of patience at the plate to find that pitch. I think the problem he faced... Uh, I want to say it was August was his very cold month, and then definitely through the postseason. Pitchers were bringing a lot of breaking balls, especially curves out and low, and you just saw Judge kind of chasing those as well. So from a pitcher's perspective, do you think that's something he – well, he probably has worked on it, but do you think that's his biggest weakness as well?
1: Well, I mean, the thing is, Judge Judge looked for the ball – you know, middle, middle away. That's where he gets his hands extended. That's where he can do the most damage. I mean, if you watch the home run derby, uh, almost the majority of his home runs were were, were right center and so he can just—he has so much power he can just drive the ball that way. And that's what makes it so dangerous um, because he can—he can, he can put the ball out of the ballpark, especially at Yankee Stadium, which is a joke. Um, okay. You can put the—he can put the ball out anywhere. Um, I just—I just—I think that his patience went—I went down, especially in July and August. And he started feeling the pressure of having to hit home runs and being this, this mega a superstar. Um, but I think he did. If I remember correctly, his best month of the season was September. Yeah. Um, granted, he's 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 going he's seeing he's seeing a lot of you know call ups and stuff like that. Um, but I mean, even so, he's still a young kid that was able to bounce back after two months that were pretty tough for him, know, mm-hmm. uh, on the biggest stage in baseball biggest name in baseball, and he was able to bounce back, had the best
2: month he had uh, of the season, in, um, and I think he had decent postseason, did he not? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, think, I'm, I'm looking at it right now, his batting average was below 200, it was 188, but four of his nine okay. hits were home runs, so, despite uh, sevens, that, yeah, despite that he had on, well, OPS, on plus slugging, which is over 800, .816, which is very good. Especially because he only batted 188. I mean,
0: outside of hitting, too, like he had some great outfield plays uh, yeah. in, in the postseason. Yeah, he did rolled. that one homer yeah. in the ALDS. I thought there was two was, that he robbed. Oh, well, he definitely did, but
2: yeah. yeah. It, well,
0: he, those monster qualities, they just yeah. come out even yeah. in the outfield because he slams into the wall and just is unfazed. It's amazing.
2: One more question before we get into your next quote. Who plays right field? Is it Judge or Stanton? Hmm.
0: This is for me Anyone Anybody. <laughs> Anybody. <laughs> well, Pat, what do you think first? <laughs>
1: I would say, I mean, I don't know. I honestly don't know who's better. I'm going to say Judge. Um, and I it, this is completely off the wall because I don't know. I really, truly do not know who's a better outfielder. Um, I think they're probably both pretty comparable. Yeah. But I'm going to say Judge just because they have the whole marketing thing of judges, of judges, like you know quarters or corners, or whatever, out, out in that like, stadium. Yeah, so I yeah. think they'll at least start with them out
0: there. I'd agree with that, too. I'm, I'm going to say Judge.
1: And I'm
2: sure we'll see more of a rotation, even with guys getting DH. Uh, like, yeah, exactly. So, but I would agree with you guys as well. Uh, so, Jack, want to get into your second?
0: Yeah. So we're we're jumping over to NBA talk right now, right a little basketball. Um. So let's keep rolling. Uh, it's I'd be surprised if he gets back this year. Who said it and about who?
2: Um. Shoot. Uh. <laughs> there's a few I'm thinking of. Uh, okay. You said it's NBA, so it's not Michael Porter Jr. in no. Iowa, which or Missouri rather. Uh five-minute bell. Five-minute bell. we got to speed this up a little I, bit. Uh, I'm going to take a guess just to speed it up. I think it's Popovich about Kawhi Leonard.
0: Yep, you're correct. Good guess. Um, so, yeah, real quick, I just think this is a really weird situation. Kawhi is this big-name player in the league, uh, basically considered for MVP every year. Yeah. I would say the best two-way player in the league.
2: Okay.
0: Um, people call him the next LeBron. He's a little different be, than LeBron. Yeah, yeah. But this is weird because Kawhi's free agency... Is coming in twenty nineteen and this is kind of putting a damper on it. Okay. Uh, it looks like he's upset with the medical staff there. They're saying he's medically cleared to play, but he's not he doesn't want to. Uh maybe he feels that there's still a problem with the knee. I believe it was a knee injury.
2: Yes. Uh sounds right. I'm not I totally think so. sure. Yeah.
0: But this is weird, especially with the Spurs organization where you have really loyal guys. Look at guys like Tim Duncan, uh yeah. he's fantastic. But on with one year yeah. left, do the Spurs yeah, and you guys can answer this. Mm-hmm. Do they start looking to trade Kawhi yeah. before free agency? Next because, evening. yeah, do they look to get rid of him now, like almost like the Cavs did with Kyrie? I mean, and have him for his full value rather than him just, you know, I'll leaving give, free agency?
2: Yeah, I'll give a quick response. I think that's kind of crazy to think about because you're right. Like, this is so, so uncharacteristic of Kawhi and of a Spurs player, but he definitely seems like he's not feeling confident neither himself or in the Spurs, if just showing that he doesn't want to play right now. Um, but I still, a player of Kawhi's caliber... It's not, in my opinion, it's not going to damper his free agency chances. I think he'll still get a max contract if he does hit the open market. I say the Spurs are still trying to keep him, and I'm sure they'll figure something out by, you know.
0: I also think that people have this ideology that the Spurs are always going to make the playoffs no matter what because of pop, and that guys always show up for that organization. Mm -hmm. And I think Kawhi may be tired of that. It's a bit of a hot take. But (laughs) I think he may be tired of being associated with, oh, it's just the Spurs. That's why they make it. It's not Kawhi. Oh, no, Kawhi can go anywhere. He can go to the, over to the Eastern Conference yeah, and yeah. tear it up and bring a team potentially
2: to the finals. Um, Pat, what do you think about that?
1: I mean, I, I think he, if I'm Kawhi, I, you know, I'm, listen, I'm listening to what you guys, what he's saying, or whatever the case may be, or what Pat's saying about him. Um, you yeah, know, I've been agenting here and telling them that uh, the way the Spurs are doing this thing, and I believe it. Is there, there's no way that. They're winning the NBA Finals anytime soon with with the lineup they have and the way they do. You know, I think Pop's great, but Pasta, an old school coach in a in a in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a NBA that pretty much just has All Star teams out. Um, you know, it's gonna be you know, yeah, you can run these great offenses, but I mean, look at the Rockets it's the Rockets offense right now, the Warriors. Mm-hmm. You're, not, you're not beating those teams. So I think Kawhi, in my opinion, is that he's not doing 100. He's probably just being smart. I'm gonna lay low, make sure I'm healthy for free agency because I'm gonna. I think Kawhi will leave and go to a team that is one of those big three-type teams that gives him a better chance to uh, win an NBA final because I don't think the Spurs are going to be doing that anytime soon.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, something to keep in mind here, the Spurs are a potential destination for LeBron, mm. who everyone is speculating where he'll end up. So we don't know if maybe Kawhi will stay if LeBron comes, well, or yeah. I don't know, it's a big selling point here. So that's something to yeah. continue to think about as we move forward into free agency and yeah. Next year, uh, so in you go because we're short on time. Okay, all, right.
2: right. all right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, quick NFL quote. I uh, just want to mix it up a little bit. Um, Blank is the most polished quarterback in this class when he's at his best, and he has rare arm talent. I'll tell you real quick. This is Mel Kiper Jr., uh, ESPN's you know big draft analyst. Who is he talking about?
0: Well, if it's Mel Kuyper, then it's got to be Josh Allen, right? I mean, that's his number one.
2: Crazy enough, it's actually Josh Rosen. So Okay. Uh, well, see, that yeah.
0: that's what my <laughs> answer would be, but because it's Mel Kuyper, he, he <laughs> has some yeah. obsession with Josh Allen. I don't so, get it. So real quick, Pat,
2: have you paid any attention to you know the NFL draft coming up, any mock drafts or whatever? I paid a little bit of attention,
1: but I pretty much know – I'm a West Virginia football fan, so I mm. pretty much know – Big 12, I know Baker Mayfield is coming, but uh, it's pretty much my, my some of my knowledge
2: on the NFL draft. Game, sure. Gotcha. Well, so what Jack is upset about is that in Mel Kuyper's most recent mock drafts, he mocked the Wyoming quarterback, Josh Allen, this guy with a cannon for an arm, big guy, to go first overall to the um, Browns. And why, why Jack's upset is this quote from Mel Kuyper is that Josh Rosen, the UCLA quarterback who... Many people have said are going to go to the Giants, which are our two favorite teams. I um, do like Rosen going to the Giants, yeah, but go ahead. They said, he said he's the most polished quarterback, which would make you think he's the guy that they should take number one. But interestingly enough, I think he was down at like 11 in this mock draft. It was very odd, so that was definitely a curveball so there. So
0: real quick, because we got to hit my last quote too. Sure. Um, I just think that a good fit for Josh Allen is potentially the Jets. Okay. I think that's a better fit for him. Um, I know some people said Baker Mayfield would go to say the Jets. Yeah. I, I like Baker. I would love to see him in New York. Um, but I, can, I can't also see the Browns taking Josh Allen first overall. No shot where they're going to risk something like that. I mean, it's, I think,
2: it's a Browns pick to make, you know? Like, if I were the
0: Browns, I would take Saquon Barkley off the board first pick and then worry about your quarterback with the fourth pick because there is a lot of talent in this draft class.
2: Yeah. Um, let's go to your final one. Yeah, last we're one. We're kind of rushing along yeah. here. But. Um,
0: so another NBA quote. Okay. This one shouldn't be too hard. Um, you may be able to get who it is. So here right. we go. It's cool to mess around with the All-Star game. We proved you can do that. Mm-hmm. But let's not get too crazy about blank.
2: Yeah, right. I know this one. This is LeBron. He's yes. talking about possibly changing um, the playoff seating so it's the top 16 teams, regardless of conferences. So and this there's, is crazy. there's yeah. that.
0: But yesterday, more news came out that they were thinking of having a play-in game for the playoffs. Oh, yeah. So it seeds 7 through 10 play in a three-game event. What? The the 7 the 7th seed plays a home game against the 8th to make the playoffs. The it. loser of that game plays the winner of the 9 and 10 what? seeds for the last berth. I think this is awesome. That sounds that sounds this like is a the, wild card to me from me. Uh, exactly. DMOB. Yeah. This is going to be fun. And wild card games are the best. They are yeah. And even even uh, NFL mm. when it, when it's, you know, the sure. play-in and when it's uh, March Madness too, when it's single elimination to yeah. get well here, it's to get into the playoffs. But right. this is awesome. I think this is fun. I think it really is going to increase um, teams really trying deep into the season. Like right now, you see a lot True. of teams giving up and yeah. everything, and that's a problem. Also, if they do either of these switches to the playoffs, right. it would uh, decrease the number of games for the season, which is also good because we've seen a lot of injuries this year. Uh, for me personally, Porzingis going down, so yeah. that was a crushing blow. I like this. Um, Interesting. LeBron's comment was actually about what you said, right? Um, So, twenty-three franchises and the Players Union need to approve of this. Uh, That's going to be tough if if it even amounts to anything. As a fan, I'm all in for the play-in game.
2: Pat, if you were an NBA owner, are you approving of that change to the playoffs? I mean, personally,
1: I think the NBA playoffs should be shorter. I think they're ridiculously long. Yeah. Um, but um, I, any, I mean, the play on playing game has worked tremendously in the, in the Major League Baseball. Yeah. I think it's, uh, it's, it's probably the most exciting. I mean, the Twins Yankees game last year, was, yeah, oh, was that was amazing, insane. so good. Uh, so this play, the on one, one, one game.
2: You know, take the all playing games are fantastic. So if I'm an NBA owner, yeah, I'm probably approving it. Awesome. Yeah, um, I think you win. I did, I did I take did the win, win that game. So it's four to four now in the record. Um, I, I, I wish we didn't get rushed along by that. Yeah. We have got to kind of stick with the periods here because <laughs> halfway through the episode, we're still on like the second quote. We're that was a, that kicking, was a good topic. Good topic. Kicking back, having a good conversation. Yeah, so thank you so much, Pat, for joining us today. That was a lot of fun.
0: Pat, um, we really appreciate it. You're, you're now in our Mount Rushmore of guests right next to Tony Reale, <laughs> so thank yeah. you. Um, perfect. And perfect. We, we'd love <laughs> to have you on again another time, maybe as baseball season gets going oh, even further.
2: Totally, yeah. So thanks so much, Pat,
1: um, hey, anytime, guys, I would. You yeah, guys, obviously, now we're all in group chats together, so uh, just send me a text anytime you guys want me to do it. Uh, I will be West Coast here, though, here shortly. Uh, so we'll be, have to work out some
0: time. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> oh, good. Yeah.
1: good. I oh. love like doing this at 6.15 in the morning that.
2: <laughs> but, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, no problem. Just send me a text anytime you guys want, and I'll be sure to come on. Sounds good. Thank you so much once again. Good luck with spring training.
1: Good luck with this season. And um, for Jack and for Pat, I'm Aiden Broderick signing out.